Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. of a choice, was I? And introducing special guest Trevor Cuba as Kakita Orimaru. Well, all you need is one strike. Now, on with our show. We open with the magistrates up in the rooms that they've been established in within Kyudin Kuni. And out their window, they're able to see one of the main courtyards. Uh, it's pretty nice rooms that they've been set up with. And they see samurai coming in with different liveries from different clans. Most they recognize. Some they're a little less familiar with what they're, the colors and the adornments that they're wearing. So most of the clan iconography you're recognizing, some is a little bit more obscure, probably a minor clan. And everybody is coming in and you figure you'll probably get to meet them here at the main dinner, uh, which would be in a day or two. You got there with plenty of time, thanks to a certain magical sword. Uh, you hear a artifacts. you hear a rap on the shoji screen to Kuniguru's door. Sliding it open, there is a messenger ready to speak with you. Uh, your presence has been requested in Kuni Hatsuo's chambers. Lead me there. All right, thank you. All right, you're taken to Kunihatsuo. Wait a minute, uh, wait, he, what was it, just Guru or all of us? Uh, Guru was invite. was, it was to Guru's room. You guys never asked specifically, but you guys can all go. It's like, because if it's, we're not asked specifically, I'm not going, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he only rapped on Guru's door. Yeah, so probably... Um, Akira and Sojibo would not be there currently, so... Yeah, I would not go as well. All right. Uh, so Guru is led to Hatsuo's chambers. He's sitting there uh, writing down some notes, and you see the box with the masks that you brought. Uh, 
Thank you for coming so quickly. I was looking into this research that you brought from the Cooney out in the wastes. It turns out she died ten years ago. She died? It was a man that was there. No. The name you gave me belonged to a woman. Hmm. And somebody has decided to take her research and continue it. Whether for good or evil is another story. But it was definitely a man that I saw. I know the difference between a man and a woman. Uh, we will have to look into that here. I'll send a couple of hunters out to investigate. Yes. In the meantime, I think the masks would be safest behind a jade-latched safe. I would agree, Sensei. Would you care that I take them to the area, or are you going to do it yourself? Uh, you are welcome to. I've got a lot of paperwork to get through before this winter court begins. I understand. And with all the new arrivals, it gets to be kind of interesting, especially if you're not part of the primary crew. Indeed. Gru bows and goes to pick up the uh, the box of the masks to take them, to put them in storage. All right. You know your way down to the safes that are well below ground. You have to go through some separate doors, all of which have jade that you'd have to touch in order to open. When you get to the safe, you see different or when you get to the vault you see some different items in there all of which are dark and tainted in mm -hmm. one way or another yeah before i actually put them into the vault completely i'm going to actually take a look into the box make sure all the masks are there and just yes. look at them make sure there's nothing odd with it just because they're behind Jade Ward doesn't mean that there couldn't be some magic on it that will allow someone to acquire some of the items that are in this vault. As far as you can tell, they look like just ceramic masks. Uh, again, they're damaged, one with a hole drilled between the eyes and the other a decent crack. Okay. But nothing seeming out of place. Oh, I will then enter and find an area to set it, set the box. Trying to segregate it after everything I've seen so far in my travels. I'm a bit wary of stuff. And if I can actually put it inside a containment area inside the vault, I will. All right. Yeah, there's there's no additional safeties once you're inside the vault. OK, I'll set it. And I'll actually will take a few minutes to look at the item being kept here. Basically, looking at the construction, the any significant significant identifiers. That way, when I am actually out and about about my duties, I can also keep my eyes open again for anything like them. All right. Um, yeah, they're just, they look more like a no 
mask than anything else. No, I'm also talking about or, the other items in the oh, the other items. OK, there are a variety of items. Uh, you see a bonsai plant that is corrupt in different ways. Uh, you see some uh, flasks containing water or some other liquid. There's just a lot of different things in this vault. Yeah, like I said, I'm just I'm getting the impressions of them so that way when I see something similar, I've got it's like, oh, that's water. Nope, that's tainted water, stuff like that. Yeah. Um so I'll I'll let you have a if when you're investigating stuff like that, I'll let you have an extra skill die that you can roll. Okay. I'll let you know when you can have those. Okay. So w- when I'm done, like I said, I probably spend about 15 to 30 minutes there looking things over. I will then head back out, make sure that the vault door is closed. <laughs> and all the, all the seals are properly in place. And then as I'm coming out past all the jade portals, we'll make sure they're closed. All the seals are in place. Just the, the proper procedures for leaving the vault. All right. Sounds good. Now, uh, as for the rest of you, a uh, little housekeeping. How are you guys situating yourselves in a room? You've got three adjacent rooms with sliding shoji screens to allow you to make your room larger. You also have the option of having Sai either in your room or in the attendance barracks. Hmm. Of how you want to set up there, Bren? I'd say I kind of want to have like either separate rooms or a room for guests, a room, a person, a sleeping quarters and a working room. Technically, I think we each have a separate room. It's just we can slide so it just goes up to the side to make a larger yeah yeah, yeah. i know that's what i mean so i mean I we have say... three rooms we can each either take a room or we can have one room where we all sleep one room where we greet guests and have our secret meetings and another room where we can work on projects because i know pretty much we all have projects here yeah if we if we go that route, then I would suggest the center room as the greeting room. I yes. agree. Use right. uh, the room to the left as you're facing the three as the sleeping room and the room to the right as the project room. That's good. I mean, I mean, this is for like non-flammable projects. I mean, I'm sure there's a one for uh, the forge for Cooney, but, you know, this is for like when you need to do some design work or some stuff that's not going to set it's the castle on fire. <laughs> and and uh, what about Sai? I think Sai would be sleeping with us for the most part. All right. So it'll be a little bit tight quarters in that sleeping room. But you've got your spaces. Yes. All right. You. It, it's getting later into the day and you go down for dinner uh, mm. into the main dining hall and it is busy with a bunch of different samurai from different clans uh is there anything you're going to partake is there anything you're going to particularly look for inside 
the dining hall. I would say Guru is just looking to see who's here, what it's what families are from within the clans, what type of samurai are they, what their aspects are, and looking at any of the crab samurai, looking for any uh, witch hunters, or any purifiers. You're in Kunikuni. There's going to be plenty of purifiers and witch hunters there. I gotta talk shop. Oh yeah, you have no problem in finding other Kuni. In fact, most of the people in that room are Kuni. Those I recognize, I will greet. Those I don't, but I can tell their station, I will also greet with appropriate reverence. Pretty much same here. Yes. Um, greeting with appropriate re- reverence and uh, trying to make some uh, connections as a as a uh, courtier. Okay. Uh, I guess since I'm a, I'm obviously a scorpion. Yes. I'm gonna go over to the scorpion because I'm pretty sure everybody else is gonna ignore me. <laughs> well, you see two groups of masked scorpion and they kind of are sitting separate from each other which is interesting I'll go to the ones with the yogo mon alright you see two yogo sitting there one is fiddling with some paper in her hands folding it up unfolding, folding it again and very deft with her fingers the other one he kind of eyes you up and down and sm- you see a, a smile underneath the mask oh I didn't realize we'd have another Yogo here I am Yogo Toshiniro I am Yogo Sojavo the other one I split up and back down continues fo- she keep- continues folding oh don't mind Ikigai she's just very shy mm-hmm but you won't see many others with her talents coming down to this area. I am Emerald Magistrate Yogo Sochiba. I'm here with my... God, what is a group of Emerald Magistrates called? Like, I can't remember. I, 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 I know they usually travel in groups of three, and I don't know if they're actually called something. Let me look this up really quick. Would suggest triad, but that uh, is a whole another level that we're not getting into right now. I think yeah. most people call them trouble. Well, only the bad guys call them trouble. They don't really say in the crappy wiki, and yes, I will call it a crappy wiki, because they don't organize it via new lore and old lore. It's primarily old lore right now, which kind of sucks, but uh, I'm going to say, uh, I don't know, like, partners... Cohorts. Uh, cohort sounds a little bit too criminal. Uh, partners, uh, one of which is a Cooney, the other is the, and I, I kind of do slight gesturing towards Cooney uh, Guru, uh, the one with vengeance on his face, and the one with the horrific scar and little bit of a breathing problem would be Akira Kitsuki. Did I say that right? Travel. You travel with a Kitsuki? Well, I wasn't given much of a choice, was I? Oh, true. But I bet 
he loves to ferret out some juicy secrets. If he happens to want to barter in any, I would love to hear about them. Uh, to our detriment, yes. I heard that. <laughs> Actually, about this time, um, uh, Kitsuki sneezes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please, feel free to sit with us. It'd be nice to speak with you further. Yes, I don't have much time. I don't have much chance to talk to many yogos other than the ones I have to report to. Please tell me about what's going on in the Tower of Learning, and, and we can fade out at this point. I mean, I don't really need that unless there's specific details that need to be said. You know, we could just fade out at that point and just go into gossip. Nothing for our story. Yeah, exactly. All right. What is so? Kitsuki Akira is just kind of generally taking in the room. Is he looking for anything in particular? At the moment, not really. He's basically reading the room, reading the other uh, guests that are here, and uh, just being light and social and greeting everyone. Yeah, for the most part, everybody's sitting as clans and families. There's a few people sitting off to themselves. Uh, where is uh, Kitsuki going to sit? Is he going to go over and sit with uh, Guru? Is he going to seek out the other dragons in the room? Somebody else? I'll go ahead and start with the other dragons. All right. Yeah, the people sitting off to themselves probably have a reason they're sitting off to themselves, and I don't want to intrude yet. All right. Uh, you come across three Agasha. All of them are alchemists, and they're talk- They're sitting there talking shop at the moment. Uh, as you sit down, they pause. Well, I, actually, I pull up and bow, bow first. Is like, uh, excuse me, might I sit with you? Um, one looks up. Oh, a Kitsuki. Very interesting what what brings you here oh and yes yes you may sit with us please keep bowing in response thank you let's sit down so uh, yes i'm katsuki akira i actually was traveling with my um partners um uh kunigaru um the one with the vengeance written over his face and a scorpion um as well. A scorpion? Yogo Sodobo, yes. A, a Kitsugi and a scorpion to, working together. Now that is unique. I know. Where wonders never cease. I haven't ferreted out all his secrets yet. Well, you'll be interesting if you ever did, because those scorpions sure do have a lot of secrets. I that they do. Oh, p- pardon me. Uh, we have not introduced ourselves. I am Akasha Ryoko. I'm Yugen. And I'm Toshiko. We've come here for the uh, exhibition that the Kuni put on every year. We hope to learn more about the Shadowlands and have been tasked with learning as much as we can and showing off what our alchemy has been able to accomplish. 
and exchange information and learning so that both the Agasha and the Kuni can be better than we currently are. Yes, you came here um, at uh, Arisan's insistence. Seemed like the best place to winter. Oh, that is interesting. And you guys talk shop for a while and it fades from you. Uh, Guru, are you going to look for anybody in particular? Not really. I say Guru is just, he's talking with all, all the different, of course, all the community. Just getting a little bit of knowledge here on what they've seen in the area, talking to purifiers and then the witch hunters, giving them a little information on what he has seen recently. Uh, he will, he will go look because he can. I know there's a Hida uh, and a Haruma here. He'll go, he'll go up to them and talk, talk with them, checking with the Haruma if he's gone down south of the wall. But the how the Shadowlands are acting right now, are they being more uppity or is it calm, calm down a little? So like they're doing something to prep, try to get some, some of that information. All right, so you're talking with Hiruma Hina. Uh, she looks up from her eating, eyes you carefully, sets down her chopsticks. Well, the Shadowlands have been especially quiet. They seem to be gathering their forces in one area pulled away from the wall for a bit, save for, of course, the occasional poke at our defenses. They seem to be organizing, planning. It's very unsettling. But the higher-ups are a bit hesitant to heed what we are finding. They don't believe that the Oni are able to organize quite like what we are suspecting. That is kind of a little short sight to dub them, but it is their prerogative. Unfortunately for what I have seen so far inside the Empire, it does not surprise me that the Shetlands are organizing. We have found some undesirables Maho here. We've taken care of those we could, but unfortunately, we were not able to take care of all of them. So, how far have you, tra- have you trapped below the wall? And when was the last time you were there? My last visit was to Daylight Castle. It was just as unsettling as it had been before. At the mention of Daylight Castle, Guru's face, even with the Kabuki makeup, there's a show of sorrow at the loss of Daylight Castle. And you guys are going to just continue to talk a bit about the Shadowlands and we'll fade out here for that conversation. After a while, most people have finished eating and you hear a bell ring from the head of the room. You look up and there is Kuno yeah. There is Kuni Hatsuo uh and they're 
talking. Uh, uh, they're they're standing up to talk. Uh, it seems that most of our guests have arrived. Tomorrow will begin. Uh, tomorrow will begin the month of the rat, and we will open our winter court officially. I will be the head of court. I am have been assigned this by the Damio of the Cooney clan as he has once again gone off into the Shadowlands for his own research. I am Cooney Hatsuo and I will give you further information and introductions tomorrow. Please be comfortable within Kuden Cooney and Stay to the permitted areas. There are dangers here that are not for everyone to be exposed to. Be safe, relax, and have fun. I will see you tomorrow. We will hold court during the hour of the goat, immediately following lunch and going until dinner. And with that, he sits back down. Gorilla looks around. Gauging the reactions to the to his words from everyone else, um, most people are just kind of take it as it is. There are some people that you notice that are smiling, and that is the surprisingly large crane contingent that are there. Um, there are about six of crane uh, that have come to court. And they they seem kind of pleased that the that um oh my brain just completely blanked on the Damio's name Kuniyori. Yes, they seem particular. They seem somewhat pleased that Kuniyori is not there. Yeah, the green have a problem with Kuniyori. He scares them. A a crab being scary? No, I can't believe that. Crane being chickens? Can't believe that either. Enough bird jokes. All right. You guys return to your room and are able to talk with amongst each other if you like. Out of curiosity, Chris, did I notice the Toritaka? Uh, you would have noticed that, that there's a Toritaka there. Okay. Yeah. Gru wishes to speak to him tomorrow. Did I find out why they were sitting apart, or is it just the usual don't get too close to the yogo? It's the don't get close to a yoga. Yeah, that's what I kind of figured as much. Dang curse. Yeah, that that's the only reason they were sitting apart. I have no idea what I should be doing right now. It's my first winter court <laughs> ever. Character, uh, probably not character-wise, but player-wise. Yeah, a lot of it's going to be that politicaling. I'm going to use that as a word, politicaling. Politicking. I know. So you're, in other words, it's a lot of this grew off. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. So uh, you're you're free to socialize in your room. You can go seek out people to talk to. Once we're back in the room for a little bit, it's I have talked with my sensei. It appears that the Kuni we met in the wastelands was not the Kuni they said they were. The Kuni they said they were died a few cycles back and was female. 
Kuni we met was definitely alive and male. Yeah, that explains. Or were they male or alive? Both. Hmm. I don't know, Yo Yogo. So there was know. plenty of jade, but how much? Hey, with my perfect memory, can I remember to see how much dust there was on the jade in that storeroom? It was pretty dusty. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Um, but it was jade, not black. It might not have been sufficient enough to, or or they avoided it enough to where it didn't get tainted or diminished. Yeah, but either way, I believe he he was male, and I figured you would know that, Sergio Bo, since that's where your inklings lie, your perfect memory. Okay, yeah. Speaking of which, can I get a read description of the guy? Like he had a beard. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah, it's been quite a while since we recorded. Um, thank you, Corona. All right. Um, he was older, uh, bearded, but had the face paint. So, and the way the paint was really distorted vision. So it was hard to tell facial features in general. They probably, um, Maho Sukai or something and wanted to get rid of the useless masks. That's my guess. But anyways, I go out, fetch a servant, ask for some uh, sacred paper and some normal paper, and then return to the room. <laughs> yeah, that, that gets delivered pretty quickly to you. Yeah. You're pretty high profile people. Planning on creating more of your food, does? Uh, yes. I won't say that is not needed. But with everything that is going on, and since we are so close to the Shadowlands, it is a good idea. So go on without me. I'm going to be spending time writing Ofuda. I mean, not, well, awards. I'm going to try not to use Ofuda so much, since, a, since that may be construed as inconsiderate, due to it's actually still used today in religious practices. I don't but think it's a lot offensive, but I think it, it may be considered inconsiderate. But is that not what they, what the book calls it? No, the book well, it, certain points in the book call them that, but the official uh, things call them paper wards. Okay, so, so we'll, we'll change it to that, to paper wards. Yeah, uh, it's just... I don't think it's like full on offensive, but it's just like uh, uh, inconsiderate. I would say as long as we're not using it in a truly offensive way, I don't think it would be too much of an issue. But yes, yeah, going with paper wards might be more considerate. Yeah. So just my Jerogens. There it is. Yeah. Akira, would you join me in the courtyard? Ah, yes, of course. Leave uh, Yogo-san to work a little bit. And we'll head down to the courtyard to a cleared area. Gru pulls off his his top and says, You need some work. We need to strengthen that heart of yours. I know it is difficult because of the reasons, but I think it is perfectly perfect time to get your proper exercise in and not with the blade. Very well. And strip off my uh, top as well. <laughs> Gru sets up into a sumo stance. And it's... Okay. Set up um, opposite him, yeah. And I will start sparring with... Akira. Basically, working on helping him strengthen his, his heart and his stamina. 
when I can tell he's starting to starting to really get to him, we stop, we take a break, talk about what I'm seeing. Because yes, I have a martial have unarmed martial arts as well as melee martial arts. So basically, I'm doing almost like a training of Akira in ways to help strengthen his stamina and strengthen the heart. As you've been doing uh, sumo, the you you've started to gather a little bit of a audience to watch you. I use this as justification for raising my earth ring. Guru pays them very little attention. He notices who's around and what they're doing, but he doesn't let it distract him from training with Akira. I am definitely trying to push myself a little bit, but not so far as to actually collapse for my weakened heart. And I say Guru is looking for that specifically. If it's to that point, he will stop. He will call stop to it. Yeah. Who all is watching? All right. So uh, some of it is hard to see because uh, some of them are watching from their windows out into the courtyard. Uh, the ones that are closer by were out training and stopped. Uh, one of the Kakita that was there. So there's a... Uh, a Kakita Bushi who is practicing with their uh, Boken. He mm-hmm. has stopped and is watching you. Uh, and their sparring partner, uh, another Kakita, who clearly is just trained enough in Katana to hold it, not be, uh, yeah, to hold it and not be an embarrassment to the Kakita name, but is probably not much of a bushi uh they've stopped and are watching you probably just barely knows which end to stick into the other person Eh, more or less uh and utaku who was out for a evening walk is watching you and they all get to see the blackened handprint on um kira's chest and a person who you don't see any sort of clan mon on them, he has stopped and watched you. Those are the ones you can see down in the courtyard. Okay. Yeah, I I pay a little bit, little bit more attention to the Kakita, imagining that they're whispering, saying how uncouth it is for a crab to be training a lion. Lion, I'm a dragon. A dragon, sorry. So how uncouth it is for a crab to be training a dragon. But, and as I go through the training, like I said, I, there are times that I'll stop, talk with uh, Akira, give him some pointers, and then we'll start back up again. I figure by the time we finish, Akira has a good bit of sweat on him. And Guru probably is a slight sheen. Yeah, probably a couple of times where I call a stop and... And we talk a little bit. So once we get to the end of the training, what seems to be the reaction of those that are on the ground watching? Oh, they've been giving polite applauds as you guys have done something especially good. And they're, they are being fully entertained. They're not aghast at anything. And they're, they've, they've enjoyed the display. So each of you get to gain three glory. Okay, nice. Yeah, 
Glory and Honor are going to be moving a lot during this. So yeah, it's Winter Court. There's a lot of people here. Yep. So the one that didn't have any clan markings, are they still around? Yes, he's been watching, but is now start now that you're done, he's starting to walk off. Guru will walk go over to him. Good evening to you. I am Kuniguru. And you are? I'm Koji. He eyes you warily. Did you learn anything from the sparring I had with my companion? Yes. He's very suspicious of everything that you're doing right now. And is, it, is there anything that you would have done differently? Uh, I prefer the blade over open hand style. Yes, but with a blade the chances of killing are greater than with an open hand. And not if you're skilled. A skilled swordsman can control the blade well enough to pass through a willow's leaves and not cut a single leaf. Or to smash a... to slice a rock in twain. But why would you want to slice a rock in twain? What has the rock ever done to you? It is but the skill of the swordsman. I would say it's more the skill of the blades ma- maker. That the blade is strong enough to slice a rock. For a rock does not move. Unless it's being thrown at you. But that is something totally different. I'm assuming you're, you're here for possibly attending a 20 goblins winter? No, I've been invited. Oh, that is most excellent. It's not often we have those that don't profess a clan invited. What is your specialty? He looks at you again. The sword. And that is all. You are just... That is what I've been invited for is because of my skill with the blade. Then I look forward to observing your skill with the blade so that I might learn more. Okay. And Guru bows to him appropriately and then leaves. He just watches you as you go away, not sure what to make of the conversation before resuming his walk away. So Guru is going to go over to the side, get a peasant to get him something to drink, and then he's going to watch the Kakita. I'm assuming they've gone back to their sparring. Yes. And it seems as though the skilled one is trying to teach the unskilled one some more moves. You know, clear, clearly one is much more of a skilled duelist than the other. Oh, definitely. After the peasant brings uh, Gru his, his drink, he'll drink it and his watch. He'll, a few more minutes, he'll go over to near the Kikitas and wait for them to acknowledge that he's there. He does not want to truly interfere with their work. Uh, you hear the clacking, the sharp clacking of the Boken against each other. And the more skilled one pauses. Enough, Noboru. We've got an audience now. It would be rude of us not to acknowledge him. I am Kikita Onimaru. The sumo you were doing was quite entertaining. It is a matter of training to better the stamina. As a blade can, training with the blade can also increase stamina. But a lot of times, a blade is just a 
weapon for quick strikes. Well, all you need is one strike. Unless you're surrounded by 20. Then that one strike can be your downfall. One strike, one opponent, one kill. That is true. And I will repeat that as necessary. But if you are not able to change opponents very quickly, or for a very long time, even the one strike can still be your downfall. But for a duel, yes, a one strike is the way to go. Are you saying the Kikita style is insufficient? For what it is, its purpose? No. It is actually perfectly sufficient for its purpose. In a mass battle, maybe not so much. I would say more the Daidoji have a better method in a mass battle. I don't understand what you mean. You may like the Daidoji because they help you on the wall. I like anyone who is willing to put their life up to defend the empire from those that would destroy the whole empire. Yes, the Daidoji do come to defend the wall, but so do some Kakita, some Agasha, some Matsu. All clans have sent those to the wall to defend at times. So as I said, your style, the Swift Strike, is perfect for a dual style. I won't say it is in, it was not useful in a battle, but if you're trying to just do one strike, one kill each time, you have when you have 20 around you, you leave yourself open to the 19 others in that one strike. Now, if you have your brothers with you, one strike for, for 20 of your brothers to one strike, one kill of 20 foes, perfect. But that is not why I came over. I came over to say that your training of your companion, he seems more adverse to the blade than you yourself, for I'm assuming his school is not the same as yours. Is it possible that a different weapon would work better to help him protect himself? Nabaru narrows his eyes. I'm perfectly fine at using the sword. I'm just not as strong a duelist as Onimaru-san. I maintain his blade. I ensure its honed edge. Ah, so you're very honored to be to do so. It is a great honor to maintain the blade of such a great samurai. It is also a great honor to maintain the honorable blades that are ours. I'd like to say, Cody, what are you doing? This is out of character, by the way. Are you trying to get him to call you out on a duel? I'm getting really close to call you out on a duel. <laughs> like, no. Gru yeah. is just saying, hey, Think of different areas. Yeah, you're, you're I, I know, but you're basically unintentionally insulting him. Yeah, that's what and I, Yogo probably would have stepped in at this point if he was there. But I just I had to come in and comment. I had to come in and comment out of character. Yes. Um, Kuniguru, open mouth, insert both feet. And uh, Kakita's sword. <laughs> All right, I'm, I, I'm piecing out now. Well, then I will leave you to your training. May your 
strength with the blade and your skill with the blade ever increase with the tutelage of your clan. And he bows to them both a little bit deeper than they actually deserve, but then about and he'll leave. They both kind of glare at you as you go away and then talk amongst themselves before resuming their practice. About what time of evening is it or afternoon is it? Um, it is the hour of the dog. Almost the hour of the boar. So about 10 p.m. So pretty much time to head to, head to bed for the evening. So Gru will head back to his, his room. And before he actually turns in for the night, he will make sure that his blades are honed. Bludgers of Jade is a work of fiction and is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, Fantasy Flight Games, or Asmodee International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix and Amelia. More of her art can be found on Etsy, Recording, Editing, and Sound Design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at Facebook.com backslash SodgePodRPG, and SodgePodRPG.Podbean.com. You can message us at SodgePodRPG at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grasp J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.